it's Little Panda Talks, and today I'll be talking about solitary confinement. Now, this is definitely not a joking or humorous topic, because it's not. It's serious, and it's horrible, and if anybody has gone through it, it's... You share my greatest, greatest sympathy, and just deepest empathy. So, yeah. Hi. Sir, today I'm also going to be linking the, well, how solitary confinement, the impact this has on your mental health, and what's been happening to me quite recently. Now, I haven't been wearing my tank top or my jumper. As a result, I've been put into my ex-bathroom focus room. That's right, for any of you who remember, my focus room, my cell basically, is was an, a bathroom. Yep. Fun. Anyways, so I was reading through this article and it's called Why Solitary Confinement is the Worst Kind of Psychological Torture by George Dvorsky, if I am pronouncing that right. Now, as I was reading through it, I took down a few notes on it because I just found it very interesting. And some of the things, I swear to God, it's, it's kind of creepy because I'm, I'm not even joking. Some of these things I have experienced myself and... Yeah, spending five days in hell, so... No! Yeah, five days in hell. Mm. It's been happening. And as I was reading through it, it said, Oh yeah, generally for most people, beyond 15 days of solitary confinement, some serious and irreversible psychological things can happen. Now that kind of freaked me out, but then I remembered these are for people who have been in solitary confinement for 22 hours or above per day. Deepest sympathy for anybody who has to go through that kind of crap. Mm. Can barely last seven hours. Now, when I when people ask me, oh, are you in the focus room again today, Lilith? Oh, Lilith, why don't you put on your tank top again? It's getting annoying now. Oh, Lilith, why do you keep going against the rules? Oh, Lilith, oh, Lilith this, oh, Lilith that. Okay, one... Yes, I'm going back to solitary confinement. Two, I'm not going to put on my jumper because I don't feel like it's right. Do you think anything is won by just giving up? Nothing is handed to you. Freedom and the freedom of choice wasn't just given to people because the people in power felt like it. No, people put pressure on them until it was finally given. And yet it would seem it's not free everywhere. No, like in my school, we have to fight for it. Yet nobody seems to be doing anything. Now, whenever I tell people being in the in the focus room is like being in solitary confinement, most people don't take me seriously when I say this. And yeah, they don't take me seriously because they assume I'm joking. And for a matter like this, where people suffer anxiety, depression, they they can't really move, they can't see their friends, family, any kind of social interaction. That is not something to joke about. That is be, that is like some deep, deep, 
deep shiz nuggets, okay? That is really, really, really big. And when people assume that I'm joking or just think that I'm throwing some, like, immature two-year-old's fit, that gets me mad. Seriously angry. Why? Why? Why would they, Why would you not listen if somebody is really telling you something in deep confidence or they just trust that you're not going to make fun of them and then you go ahead and do that? For something that serious too, it's upsetting that people don't believe things anymore. Or maybe that just happens to me. Now, today during lunchtime, I'm going to be skipping ahead of a few days, but um, yeah, today during lunch... Miss Upham, the craziest freaking woman in the world, the worst of the worst. If Miss Flynn is a major league lackey, Miss Upham is some kind of hitman, okay? The equivalent of a hitman. Oh, she is awful, 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 scary, scary lady. Not even a lady. She's beyond that, but you'll f find out later why. Anyway, so people were again telling me to put on my tank top when I was going to go and get my apple for lunch. And they kept on saying, oh yeah, little sis, I beg you, I beg you, just put on your tank top. It's getting annoying now. What Do you think this is funny? Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you just follow the rules, the school rule, little why? No, okay, I'm standing up for your freedom too. Miss Upham then came up to me and said, Oh yeah, Lilith, it's not a social event, okay? You're in the focus room. You can't speak to anybody. Get your apple and then come sit down next to Florence, a girl who was also in the focus room with me. Then she put her hand on my back and forcefully pushed me towards the till. And I don't, okay, I don't mean some kind of big kind of, Hulk smash kind of push. It's still a gentle push, but a teacher is not meant to touch a student. And maybe and because that that that's that's something stupid because the student could turn around and say anything now, and yeah, they can get sued. Her hand was on my lower back as well, so I'm just saying this, Miss Upham, you you really. You're being stupid right there. If I'd been anybody else, I could have gone straight to offset or whatever and complained and got some big thing down on your tail. Not only that, is that I don't want to be touched by somebody who said such awful things, which you'll find about, out about later. And I just said to her, don't touch me. And she had to remove her hand, but she hissed. She hissed at me. What? Oh my gosh. Anyway, so after that, I sat down and I ate my apple. Now, usually, I have a pretty big appetite and I eat a lot. This comes into play, don't worry. And here I was just eating an apple for lunch, and when in the morning I'd only just had a banana. And I wasn't even hungry. After that, I felt completely full. And that's... That's crazy. So I, I, when I was doing... When I was just looking through... What hap what's ha what people going through solitary confinement, ha what happens to them, and some symptoms. It said things like, oh yeah, your hunger, your headaches, just things like that. And I'm like, oh my god, holy crap nuggets, that's happening to me. 
You might be thinking, oh, Lilith, you're being so extreme, blah, blah, blah. This is all of this is over a jumper. Well, stop saying it. I hear it every day now. moment, everything, I could see everything crumbling. People didn't believe me when I said solitary confinement. They just, if they were my friends, they just laughed it off and they found it funny because, haha, look at Lilith, she's making a joke again. And the teachers will be like, oh, haha, yeah, Lilith, that's not true, you know that. It's just a, a safe space environment where students can focus. No, it's not like that. And I still have a headache over this. And so, yeah, I was looking through some of these symptoms, and I've taken down a few notes, and I said things like, when you're inside for so long, and this is obviously for people who go through 20, 22 to 24 hours of constant confinement and isolation, this is what they go through. Because they cannot see off into the distance, their vision fades. Being inside breeds anger, anxiety, and a sense of hopelessness. Sharon Shalev and Peter Schaff Smith in 2008 and 2006 wrote down these typical symptoms of anxiety, depression, anger, perpetual distortions, where you feel like maybe all of your senses are coming in at once, or all of them are going away, or you hallucinate, or hear voices, basically go crazy. The paranoia and psychosis, self-harm, this is what people are going through today, every day, and this is going on in America. This is what people go through every day. And people think I'm joking when I say it feels like that. And I know you might all say, Lilith, you haven't dealt with the full problem. Lilith, you don't know what you're talking about. Lilith, 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 Lilith. You haven't had to experience any of these. You haven't been in it for even a whole full day. You haven't done this. You haven't done that. You don't know what you're talking about. And that's the thing. I freak out after seven hours sitting in one spot, in one place, trying to work and do well in my exams. These people go through 22 to 24 hours every day, all day, with rare glimpses of fellow prisoners and with the occasional videotape of some family members, if that even glances at the security guards. This is what they have to deal with. And I can understand why people might think that I'm acting childish by comparing it to such a serious issue. Acting childish for even bringing up great leaders who fought for freedom like Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King Jr., Rosa Parks, everybody else, the suffragettes, all of those people. You might think I'm immature, or stupid, or ungrateful for saying those things, but at the end of the day, they fought for freedom too. And you might think, over a school jump a little, this is ridiculous. But it's not. If it affects your health, 
if it affects your education, if you don't have a say in what's getting put on and taken off of your body, then, then I don't know what the definition of freedom is. Then I don't know what the Human Rights Act is. Mind you, I read that this morning. I know my shit. Excuse me. Not to mention the fact that these people are kept in these tiny bathroom-like stalls where they cannot leave. Just imagine the decay of the mind like that. Imagine the decay of the body. Their muscles are gone. They can't, they can't do anything. Their brain, gone. They're stuck with their memories. How sick can you be to do some, do something like that to somebody? And my knees hurt just climbing up the stairs after seven hours in one position. And that's just me. Those people have it so much worse than me. So, so, so bad. And people think I'm joking when I say that it's like that. Though I have no right to say that, you might say. Well, each to his own. But still, I feel paranoid now whenever I'm walking around the school. I'm constantly thinking of who's watching me and who's looking at me with disgust because I've decided to take off my tank top. You know, during that lunchtime today, when I had gone to throw away my apple core and fill up my water bottle, and I turned around and I saw all that, and, that's, and you might think that's really self-centered and vain of me to say, but that's what it felt like. Constantly being judged. This is what people go through on a daily basis. On a daily, daily, daily basis. Hourly. I'm joking. Anyway. Thanks for listening. It means a lot. Peace out, peeps.